Welcome to Harmony Bible Radio. This is our special mini-series for Advent in Year C. We're celebrating a new church here and a season of hope, love, peace, and joy. Advent is a four-week season helping us to prepare our hearts for the significance of Christmas and a reminder to make the most of every opportunity as we await Christ's second coming. This mini-series will focus in on the Gospel readings during Advent from the Revised Common Lectionary and provide weekly study guide on our website at www.harmonybible.coop. Let's join the study now. Rob, here we are for the second Sunday of Advent, the mini-series with Harmony Bible. Well, we're ready to go with our second little uh, short, I should say not little, but short a discussion about the themes that are there for us for the second Sunday, which can be helpful for those who are simply going to church and listening to the lessons for that day, or as they help their own sense of of uh, what Advent means, or just for their their ongoing study. And, and uh, I and, think there's all kinds of ways this could be done. It can be the formation class that goes on after church. It could be a small group that gathers midweek and they're carrying home the, the gospel lesson and they want to jump into deeper study. Th- certainly through our notes, there's a lot more that's here. Uh, it could be used for the individual. It could even be used around the family table, right? right. Just talking with your children about Advent as you Absolutely. light the Advent candle there at your home and, and carry on the home Bible study. Right. Well, Rob, we're in year C. We talked about that last week. Uh, we are also in year C on the series of gospel readings all this year, looking forward in the liturgical year in the gospel of Luke. So once again, as we jump into this study, that's what we'd be reading. But on our website, you're going to find from the Harmony of the Gospels, as is our trend here in Harmony Bible, that we're going to be reading from two sections, principally, section 20 and 21. Uh, We've jumped in last week's study where we were reading at the last week of Jesus's life. We're now back at the very beginning of the story in Luke chapter 3, verse 1 through 6. It's going to be found in these two sections, and we're going to find that uh, Mark, Matthew uh, both have uh, parallels to today's reading. Great. Why don't you jump in with the first section? Okay, we're looking at uh, Luke 3, 1 to 2. Now in the 15th year of the reign of Tiberius Caesar, Pontius Pilate being, being governor of Judea, and Herod being tetrarch of Galilee, and his brother Philip, tetrarch of the region of Iturea and Trachonitis, and Lysanias, tetrarch of Abilene, in the high priesthood of Annas and Caiaphas, the word of God came to John, the son of Zacharias, in the wilderness. Okay, other than being one of these testing scriptures that we use for the lay readers, <laughs> right? this is it, right? Did they really prepare and do their homework, right? In a lay reader school, this is one of those passages you give. <laughs> That's <isn't> right. <laughs> if they can't say this, that means that they didn't do their homework. All That's right. right. But there's more significance to it than all of that. So hats off to you, by the way. You did that well. Thank you. I'm glad you read that. Luke chapter 3, verse 3 through 6. He came into all the region around the Jordan, preaching the baptism of repentance for the remission of sins, as it's written in the book of the word of Isaiah the prophet, the voice of the one crying in the wilderness, make ready the way of the Lord, make his path straight, and every valley will be filled, every mountain and hill will be brought low, the crooked will become straight, the rough ways smooth, and all flesh will see God's salvation. 
That's the gospel reading from this Sunday. Again, in the Harmony of the Gospels, we're going to find from section 20 and 21 that there's other additions and other parts to this section that uh, is important. Uh, We're going to save that for you who are brave souls and delving deep into the study of God's (laughs) Word. Let's keep talking right here about the Luke passage. And our theme this Sunday is love. Last week's was hope. This week's is love. And some might say, why? Um, yeah, where's, where's the love? Uh, where's the love? <laughs> yeah, we're, you know, we look at the collect for today, which we'll pray at the end of our, our section uh, today. And, and we see themes of repentance and preparing the way and warnings and forsaking and, and then turning to greeting with joy. And I think that that has to be part of of where we go with love. I, I know that some of the uh, there are some series of Bible readings that use uh, John three sixteen for this for this Sunday, and so the word love obviously comes to there the love of God uh, for for us all um, and how we come to, to understand that for ourselves. Well, I'll say but, that even in the traditional lectionary, it fits from the standpoint that. You know, we've talked about the world not being right before Mm -hmm. in other broadcasts. And uh, this one here, as we read Luke 3.6, this is what we all pray for, right? World peace. Right. Right here. It's it's when the voice and the one crying in the wilderness make ready the way of the Lord, make his path straight, every valley filled, all all the all the holes, all the all the all the broken souls filled. Yes. All the all the things that are not going, the the aches and the pains in this world, the, of the souls of this world that that create injustice. Those right. things filled, right? The yeah. the that is right. the, the the things that are crooked, the things that are rough, made smooth. If that's that's that perfect world. That's where love is, and and even a non Christian will say that's what the world needs, right? Is a little is a lot more love. Yes. So uh, uh, I what that the, the world needs now is love, right? <laughs> yeah, the theme still sticks, but it comes in in this uh, person, in this incarnation of Christ. Where we we're still in this time of Advent. Okay. Yeah, I think that uh, we can we we can look at this as being a sign of God's love being brought to us, uh, and and. But even then, when we look at love, it begins to define love in a much greater way than our society and culture tends to look at love initially. And that love itself means also the preaching of repentance. It means the preparation for, for the one who is coming. Uh, in, in the context of God's love, which comes from mercy, so that, uh, so that we can have this, this coming of, of God into our midst in the first place. Right. And uh, so it's not too far away. It, it, whether we see the word love in the gospel or not as an actual term there, uh, it doesn't take long before we realize that it's love which brings us about. That's right. That mercy creates uh, right doing. Right. right? It, as we put others out there first and we see that as we have love for others, the injustice goes away. Right. So there's all all kinds of things here now. As the study begins, as our lectionary reading begins, the gospel starts with this rather perhaps uninspiring <laughs> backdrop, and uh, and and I'm I'm enamored by it in one way uh, because if I if I think of the gospel being written today, 
you know, it would be done a little differently, right? Mm-hmm. In the in the seventh year of Obama, <laughs> in, in the land of the United States, at a time of world war and brinks right. of disaster. Right. Well, if you were to do that and say in the seventh year of Obama, uh, there would be enough historical referencing to know exactly when that was. Uh, in this section, it's important uh, with without all of that data having been saved in some kind of database, uh, the the 15th year of this person and Pontius Pilate and Herod and Philip and Lysanias and, and all those folks all together help uh, the ancient world to really zero in on a particular time when this has happened, almost, almost very precisely about that. And I think it answers the question, by the way, when, when in the collect we'll read, it says that God sent his messengers, the prophets, to do this. The question then is, when? When did he send his prophets to do that? When did Jesus actually show up? When did John the Baptist begin to do his work there? And, and so now here we have the answer to that. This is it. And the next, the next point of that and, and part of the Advent themes of the coming of Christ is answering the question, when? And uh, so we have signs in the sky, and we have these wonders that bring us to the birth of Jesus. Uh, but Jesus uh, will not tell us when <laughs> when the, the second coming is going to be coming. You know, he won't tell us. That's right. We don't. We, we don't get that answer. <laughs> but we, we do. We, have... we do have this. We have a sense that this is the time when this is taking place. It's a right. chosen, specific, intentional time by God for this moment to happen. And so here, here is the time, and here is the description of when it takes place. That's right. You know, as we were um, even just looking back at, uh, at last week's study, Rob, I think that uh, there was a study, a poll done back in 2010, it's in our study notes back there, that uh, nearly half of all Christian Americans believe that Christ is going to come before the year 2050. Mm. Uh, it, you know, the, the, the prevalence of the idea is there, and even in as we read the historical framework that Luke is giving us, there's also an emotional context that's there. There's all kinds of stuff packed into that. Oh yes. In terms of uh, Jewish uh, culture and the uh, Roman uh, presence, mm-hmm. which they had undergone time and again. I mean, going back to Egypt and being being enslaved in Egypt. So it's a reoccurring theme among the Jewish people. It's a reoccurring theme in humanity in terms of the malaise that continues to go on as we run amok. Uh, And so there's this need, as we talked about last week, this need for us to repent, this need for us to then and here make right, do right, right? Reconcile ourselves with God and and in that midst, then, love begins to emerge. Hope, the candle of hope and love are both lit as the when. We hear people say today, when did I see God? When when was God present in my life? Right, The skeptic, the, right. the angered person. Well, I dare say to that Christian, uh, you're, you're, you're that candle. You're the one right there. Go light that candle, as the old Kathy Tricoli song sang. <laughs> right. go, go light your candle. Wow. That's good. That's a good reference to that. I hadn't thought about Kathy Tricoli's music for quite a while. Yeah, well, it was a great, a great old song, and, I, and <laughs> it, it just resonates right here with this. 
Well, with that, Rob, will you will you offer our closing collect? So here's the one for a second Sunday of Advent as as we pray. Merciful God, who sent your messengers, the prophets, to preach repentance and prepare the way for our salvation. Give us grace to heed their warnings and forsake our sins, that we may with we may greet with joy the coming of Jesus Christ, our Redeemer, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Amen. You've been listening to Harmony Bible Radio and our special mini-series for Advent in Year C. For such a season as this, we encourage you to gather with your friends, family, and church members to study the scriptures together throughout this season of Advent. We also invite you to join us for our regular series through the Harmony of the Gospels. Our resources and services are especially designed to support small group leaders, missionaries, and faith formation leaders. You may use all of our resources in the Creative Commons freely. If you're interested in scheduling a training series at your church, please learn more when you visit our website at www.harmonybible.coop.com.